William Morris Stevens, when I was born, uh, 6 September 1930. 6 September 1930. And where were you born? Uh, down near Mark 1. Okay. Who were your parents? Claude Stevens and Ruby Stevens. Your grandparents? Well, I was thinking William Zenas was my dad's dad, and uh, Bill Leitz was my mother's dad. L I E T Z. And your mom was Cozine? Gr Grandma. Ma Grandma Stephen? Yeah. She was Matthew. Okay, Matthew. <laughs> okay, well, I know there's Cozine in yeah. there somewhere. What's her maiden name? What was Leach's name? What's, your, what's Grandma Leach's name? Elizabeth, I believe. Elizabeth, okay. So, what are your earliest memories? Hmm? What are your earliest memories? Of what? Being a baby, what, a childhood? Yeah, what can you tell us about your childhood? Well, there wasn't, there wasn't no money around. I mean, nobody had no money. Land wasn't worth nothing. Did your family farm? My dad had a farm, yeah. And was it his farm or the family farm? Well, it, he he bought the rest of the family out. How long had he owned it? Really? Before you were born? Did he buy it before you? Long during that time. Mm -hmm. What kind of things did they did they raise animals? A mix of animals and crops? Mostly what? animals, hay and stuff. Where'd you go to school? Greasy Creek. Greasy Creek. Little country school and Mark One. High school Mark One. Why'd they call it Greasy Creek? Towards that, on the on Greasy yeah, Creek. It's on Greasy it's on Creek. On creek right in front of the house. I mean, it's right in front of some, right in front of the school. House. Some guy was named Greasy, and they named the creek after him. I think. Oh, so, okay. Little school still standing there. I, yeah. I graduated out of high school in 1948. I graduated out of there in 44. Do you remember any things, any particular story from school that you remember? Anything funny or um, just anything that stands out to you? You mean grade school? Or? Grade school or high school, either one. Oh, we used to play a little softball. That's the only thing we knew about. We didn't know nothing about basketball or volleyball until we got to high school. We were just out there in the country by ourselves. Right. <laughs> Did you have baseball gloves? No. <laughs> you just caught them with just your hands? Just hands. Well, softball, I guess. Yeah, what kind of ball we had. Did you like school? Yeah, I liked school well. Any favorite subjects or anything that interested you? Well, we used to have a lot of spelling matches. Did you win? Most of the time. I had a, me and a sister started school together. She was a year older than me, and we went through grade school and high school all together and graduated high school together. And me and her was the head of the class and spelling and stuff like that. Yeah. Wonderful. So growing up on a farm, did you work? Did you help on the farm a lot? Did you help out with things? Yeah, whatever it was, do cut sprouts, and cut wood. We had to cut the wood with a crosscut saw, chop an axe, whatever we had. Right. They picked the corn with a team of mules or team of horses, didn't you? Team of mules. Team of mules. I remember some of that. So were you able to sell the produce and the the meat in oh, town? Oh, we ate most of it. So okay. See, I had seven brothers and sisters. So we, it took quite a bit to feed us all. Okay. So you, your farm was basically f for you guys to live off? Yeah, that's what we lived off. Okay. And he done timber. They done timber work. Yeah, we done some timber work. Mm. And that would help you get what you couldn't grow. Mm-hmm. So as you got moved into early adulthood, what did you do uh, as you 
transitioned out of school. Yeah, after 1948. Well, I worked in timber around Florence Army. In the Army? I worked in timber around home Florence Army. Okay. I'm in 51. Did you go to Korea? No, I was on the division training committee out in Sutter. Any Army stories? Well, me and three other guys carried a flag in front of the division training, division parade one time. Carried the flags and rifles, right. honor guard, went up in front of the review and Sam. Me and, by, by that time I was a sergeant and there were me and three other sergeants. Was that the highest rank you achieved, yeah, sergeant? I was just in two years. Oh, <laughs> well you really rose like cream. <laughs> yeah, I done good in, I done good in the Army. I think they said that he'd had a scholarship to go to, to, to college somewhere, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. You had a scholarship to go to the college? Uh, no, no. That's what Wilma was telling me. Well. He didn't go, but he was mm -hmm. talking at that time. That would have been for sports. No. <laughs> Softball? <laughs> volleyball. Volleyball? I was a pretty good volleyball player. Oh. So what did you do when you came back after the Army? Did you come back to this area? Yeah, I went to work at St. Louis for a while to fish your body. And I came down to the refinery down here, and I worked in the lab there for 10 years. We're at National Lead. Uh -huh. I worked in the lab there for 10 years. Who was it that we just recently interviewed that worked in the lab there? That was uh, Jack Ward Skinner? Did you know? Jack Skinner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because that's where he worked in the lab, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, we worked together. Oh, okay. So then you came, you stayed up in St. Louis for t about 10 years, and then you came I, down? No, I've I done that after, after the mine shut down. That's the refinery set down over here. I went back to work in St. Louis. Oh, okay. And did you live up there while you worked? First time I worked up there, I lived up there. Then the next time so I worked up there, after I got out of the Army, and then I came down and worked down here to mines for 10 years. And I worked construction for two years and went back to St. Louis. I lived up there, my family stayed down here. And uh, Fisher Body, where was that? In the city? Within the city? Yeah, it was in the city. Okay. Natural Bridge and Union. Ford plant was out in Hazelwood. Right. I worked out there the last round of yeah. You were in a Cardinals hat? Were you a fan of the Cardinals back then? I went to all the games I could. Really? <laughs> yeah, who was your favorite player? Probably Stan Musial. The man. The man. Stan the man. He was a good player. Decent. Hmm? A decent Yeah, a good person. human. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a good man. Yeah. I think it's a ball game and they didn't your dad catch a ball? I caught one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sort of foul ball out in the right field. With your bare hands? Right <laughs> hand. And that thing uh, went for two days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you went up to St. Louis and you worked for a while. Uh, at any point, did you come? when did you come back this way or did you stay up there for a long while? Came back in 70, wasn't it? 70, yeah. Okay. And I worked in timber the rest of my life. So when you say you worked in timber, what, what were some of the things that you did? Oh, uh, cut logs and haul logs and... Run a sawmill. Use crawl cut saw quite a bit, him and uh, Paul Mauser. I don't know if you knew Paul Mauser or not. They, when is it? That was, that was back before I went to Army, though. Was it? Okay. Paul Mauser, didn't he do, didn't he tap the trees and get syrup? He had maple syrup? Elwood done more. Elwood done more that than Paul did. Paul you done did? some. Elwood did. Oh, El. Okay. Paul, Paul did too, because we lived right above and we'd help him yeah. gather the, the water. I, I done that now as a kid too. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, we yeah. didn't have we could to make a living. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, when when you would tap for syrup, 
you would have to spend a lot of time boiling that down, right? Yeah. Uh, how how long would it take to to boil it down? Was it several days? Well, you, you had a big pan that you and a furnace that you fired and you put the water in there. Yeah. Took it down and it, okay. it got down pretty pretty thick while you put it out in a kettle and purified it. Okay. I imagine that was a time-consuming process. It was. Yeah. Day and night. Yeah. Wow. And I, would you have to be really careful, like monitoring? Were you burning with wood? Yeah. And did you have to, like, when you're doing that? I would imagine you have to be careful not to over. Could you burn it and and yeah, stir it up? You could, but it didn't cook down that fast. Right. So what's the proportion to the sap, and then how much syrup do you get? What is about it? About 50 gallons of water makes a gallon of syrup. 50 gallons to one gallon. Wow. I'll cook it down a lot. Yeah. Unless you, want, unless you want to make the candy, then you make candy out. You can cook it on down to make candy, can't you? Yeah, you can cook it on down to make candy Paul out. Paul he used to do that for us when I was down there. So that's a lot of boiling. <laughs> they put it out in a kettle, wouldn't they? Usually put it out in a kettle. Never, never got to a certain stage, you'd put it out in the kettle and put some egg whites and stuff in and purify it. Boil it, it yeah. down, skim the stuff off of it and huh. purify it. And you would start in what, March? February or March? Probably March. Probably February, wouldn't it? Yeah. February and March, maybe in. Jan, later, later part of January and February. Wow. When the sap comes up. Mm -hmm. That's when it starts getting warm weather for a little mm -hmm. while there, and then... Freezing the night and fall the day a little bit. Did you always use the same holes in the tree, or did you have to... I had to re-tap them every year. Okay. And you could, would one tree ever give out? I guess if it got too old, would it not... Oh, uh, ours never did die. Until no. a storm blowed a lot of them down. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Are there people still around here doing it, I guess? Still tapping? Mmm. Uh, I don't know. Well, Jinky was well, he died. Yeah, uh, John Coleman out in Bullion County. He was on my route. And he done some of it uh, every year just for himself. But he passed away. His boy does maybe do some of it. Uh, Louis Gorse is Louis Gorse does some of it. Hmm. And there's another guy that Mark one that moved in. Mark, Mark Gwynn. Yeah. He he's he's starting to make it. I think he's cooking off the kettle. No, he went to Louis this year and cooked oh. it off. Gorses used to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Now I know it's maple trees, maple trees, but is it a certain type of maple? Yeah, Does it like have maple. to be a sugar? Sugar maple. Sugar maple. It seems like a, you know, I think about ways to get something to sweeten your, your food, and that seems like one of the more difficult ways to do it. I, did you ever keep bees or anything like that? Well, we had a lot of bees. Did you? Made, made honey. And, yeah. Yeah, we had probably 20 stands of bees. Wow. When I was a kid. Yeah. And did you help with that? No, oh, yeah. Go on. Now, thinking about sweeteners, um, I've also heard of sorghum molasses. Did you grow that? Sorghum? Sorghum. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you use that for mm -hmm. sweetening? Mm -hmm. Now, how does that work? Well, you grow cane and strip it down and grind it and get the juice out of it and cook it off. Like you do maple syrup. Don't, don't take as long to cook it off, though. Is it the same proportion, 50 to 1? No, oh, it makes Much a lot less. more. Yeah. So you grind it and you get the liquid off of it? You'd run it kind of through, kind of a press, through a press or something, mm -hmm. wouldn't it? Yeah, run through a press and squeeze it out and run it over into it. I think I've seen pictures where they would have a horse that would go in a circle yeah. to do that. Like that a mill? Run, that like was a mill. Press. Yeah, okay. So a horse would walk around there all the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> think about it. And what about 
So was that, you called it a press? Or a, uh, I, it was. I don't remember what, I don't know. I just, I just know Joe Ray Spain used to make it out there, kind mm -hmm. of too. And what about uh, fruit? Did you make cider? Things, you know, like pears or? Oh, we canned a lot of fruit. But you didn't uh, press it to get the juice from no, it? No, we didn't make no cider. No. Okay. Only so much time of the day. Uh, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, there were seven of you, so yeah, seven well, kids. So yeah. I eight kids. Eight. Oh, eight. Seven aside to me. Seven wow. Okay. I was next to Elvis. Okay. So I got to do most of the work. Do you remember during that time growing up, were there any celebrations in the community that you remember? Any carnivals or fairs or anything like that that you remember? Well, they used to have a picnic down Mark one. Oh. Fourth of July picnic. Okay. But we didn't get to go take the Elvis. We had to ride a team in the wagon down there. Uh, right. When did you get um, cars? Was it, do you remember when? Well, my dad got a Model T back sometime, I don't know, back in the late 30s, and then he got a Model A Ford in about 1940. Hmm. Was it common for people to have cars or? Not very many people had. many? What were the roads like? Um, I, had, I had never asked any. Were they rock roads? I imagine they were rock just, for a long time. Just went cross country. Yeah. Wow. The old Bloomfield Road went up past their house. I mean, from Mark One coming up to the, I was telling about the, that old Bloomfield Road come right from his house and then it broke off up here by Nolan Miller's, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So it'd go all the way to Bloomfield? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was got what they kind of called it, wasn't the old Bloomfield yeah, that, Road all the way. It went through the old place out there and down Taylor Street. So Model A's were newer than Model T's. Hmm? Model A's were newer? Yeah, they, they were they... newer than the Model T. Okay. I think they started making the Model A in 28. It was not a very good car, but the Model A's was a good yeah. car. Yeah. Well, what did, you, what did you use to go up to St. Louis when you worked up there? What By that time you, got, you had your own car. Oh, well, the first car I bought when I went to work in St. Louis after I got out of the Army was a 38 Chevy. So in 1954, you bought a 1938? 53. 53, you bought a 1938. See, uh, now it's hard to find parts for cars that are, you know, 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you had a 54 Buick, too, wasn't that a 54 Buick? Yeah, 51 Ford. I had several different cars over the years. But the first one you got was a 38. 38 Chevy. How did that run? Hmm? How did that run, the nice Real good. the Buick? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably something that's changed over the years. I imagine people kept their cars a lot longer and just repaired them. And today it seems like that people don't keep their cars as long. Well, they'd over, have to overhaul them ever so often, wouldn't they, them old cars? Yeah, they'd... They're going to bag of bearings in them and stuff like that. I remember him talking about some of that. Did you work on your cars yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I changed it more to model A in just a little bit. <laughs> uh, when you were, you said you worked in timber. Where was where was the area where you, you cut down the trees? Was that also Marquand or? No, no, the Marquand area. But in the Madison County. Yeah, Madison County. Did they ever replant trees after you cut them down? Oh, we just went through and cut out the bigger stuff and let the young stuff come okay. on. That's they good. just cut. They just cut stuff like tie stuff, and they didn't. They didn't clear cut nothing. Oh, right. Okay. Back then. So selective. They selective, yeah. and then they just. Uh, what needed cut? In another five or six years, they go back in and cut some more. Right. 
And what did you cut a mix of wood, or did you go for particular trees? Whatever was big enough. You said it was mostly being used for ties, or did you use it? Was any of it used for building well, or furniture? Depending or on what years you're talking about. After see, after I come back from Lewis and went to work, we made the squares and they, they run in there and lumbering. Okay. Made pallets out of them. Made pallets out of them. Pallet grade lumber. But the last one we started, well, when you come back from St. Louis. Yeah, when I come back in 1970. Um, I had a family member who said that the government, he worked for the government planting trees, and I'm guessing it was WPA, and he was complaining that the government made them plant trees on good farmland. But, yeah, yeah. they... Some did. But it was a way it to work. It wasn't, it wasn't him. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't what he logged. Uh -huh. No, I was on the family farm and different tracks. Yeah, by. you would have been too young. But it was during, I'm pretty sure it was, well... No, they set the them 40s, out. The 40s, right? They set them out during my lifetime. Was it? Okay. Mm -hmm. So... How would the city compare to living in Madison County? Which one did you like more? You mean St. Louis? Yeah. Madison County. Madison County, yeah. He never did take his kids up there, did he? Well, like me. Not very much. No, we'd go for a visit, but that's about it. What did you do here for uh, fun, recreation? Hunting, fishing, things like Most that? Most of hunting and fishing. Okay. I used to have some real good coon dogs and good running dogs. And I hunted a lot. Mm. My family grew up hunting too. Yeah, we called a lot of fur. Mm. And fur was worth something in there. It wasn't not worth nothing now. Coon, raccoon hides uh -huh. and fox hides and stuff. Mm. And Where would you sell it? People come around and buy it, wouldn't they? Well, we got to selling it out down to Advance there for a while. Advance and then out Whitewater. Whitewater. Mm. Yeah, they'd skin a, skin a skunk or about anything they could yeah. catch. Mm -hmm. Dog catch a skunk, they'd skin it out put it in your pocket. <laughs> wow. Remember that? A good skunk was the money. Yeah. Did it smell like the skunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, I knew you caught them as bad news. <laughs> possum hunt and everything like that too, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Anything. But they used a carbide lighter or lantern back then. And did you yeah. eat most of that? Did you eat possum and... and oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you have any favorites or anything that you particularly didn't like? I liked raccoon awful well. Uh, my mother, my mother cook it. Okay. Now and raccoon's greasy, right? Hmm? Raccoon is greasy. Well, you cook the grease off of it. Yeah, but I mean it's a. That's greasy. Yeah. Fat. Yeah. yeah. His mother was a good raccoon cooker too. Mm. He's a lot of kind. Squirrel. Oh, yeah. And rabbit. Mm hmm. Were there any that you didn't like? It's all pretty good. No. All that we ate was good. Yeah. We didn't eat no boxes and stuff like that. Back then, yeah, you ate what was on the table. Yeah. It wasn't this your eye. No. I don't, picky. I don't <laughs> like this. I ate what you had. <laughs> you yeah. Did people eat fox? No. no. We, we didn't. Why, why not? Well, like, like, you could, but we just never they did. Too much like a dog, I guess. Yeah. Maybe not a lot of meat. Like no, the fur skin. They're not. They're not a lot of meat on them. No. There's no fat on them. But you probably use the fur. Oh, the fur. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get. You know. Well, I've got as much as forty-five dollars out of fox hide, mm. and that, that's when you're making three, four bucks an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. five minutes you had one. You know, people today talk about seeing big cats and bears, pumas, bears. Did you often any any time did you see that kind of thing? In the last few years, I have. What about when you were younger? No. no. We had some bobcats. 
Yeah. We didn't have no bears. Or... Well, we had back, what, what year was that Grandpa seen that bear running across the field? That's when he was picking corn up there. Remember uh, what Johnny Sands' old house? Mm-hmm. He climbed over the gate over there, but his uh, Grandpa's old dog was chasing a bear across the field. Yeah. Barking uh-huh. little Ichabosh. That's in my lifetime. Whenever I was about like that, so I remember that. So that had been, what, 50 years ago, probably? Mm-hmm. Fice was going behind it barking, wasn't he? <laughs> Barrel wasn't paying no attention to him. That was one of the, where they picking corn over there, I guess it was, wasn't it? Yeah. You had never caught a bear, though? I've seen four wild ones. Wow. Around here, haven't you? Yeah, around down around my one. Oh, wow. I, last year we seen one, didn't we? Man. Yeah, you did. Seen one How last, big? Oh. How small? Run down the road in front of us and stopped and looked at us and turned one back over the hill. It was kind of a rusty color, and it wasn't a black one. All the others I seen was black. And he used to haul ties down to Mark one, the team wagon, didn't you? Didn't you? What's the team wagon in? Yeah, team wagon, and then, then we got a Model A truck. Did you ever take the train? Two times. Two times. Come to Channel and went to Delta. Went and rode both ways. Is your family, uh, are they still in the area, or did people spread out? Is your family still nearby? You mean my family? Yeah. All, all of my family's around here. Okay. Your siblings? Yeah. Yeah. Your sisters and aunts. Or my aunts, they don't live. They don't know them live around here. Oh, okay. Well, Ann Combs. I don't know if you remember Ann Combs. She was a teacher at Malamot. That's his, that was his sister. Okay. Uh, she taught 40-something years. It's 50 years over there. Yeah. That's the one I went to school with him. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on, like, you know, uh, cat, wild cats. Um, did you have chickens? Like, did they ever yeah. come in the yard? And... Yeah, we had chickens. Uh-huh. So did they ever, did it, like, foxes or bobcats ever come into the hen house? Oh, they'd slip in and get one once in a while. They had hawks cut on them, too. Ah. Uh... Right. Once in a while, coon or possum would get in there. I guess you had dogs out there, though, to scare oh, yeah. them. I remember one time Grandpa was told me he'd come from the barn and seen a glow underneath the house. Pieces of wood wood had rolled out on the floor and burned through the floor and then coals in the bottom and underneath the house. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I don't think Grandpa was telling me that. That was his dad. So that was, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a story. Of, uh-huh. uh, he, Grandpa had told me. Right. The barn. It actually happened, though. <laughs> yeah, I know it did. <laughs> So the wood, the fire? The fire out of the fireplace rolled yeah. out on the floor and burnt through the floor and fell through the cracks. Oh my gosh, <laughs> wow. So, but it yeah. didn't catch the house on fire? A little bit. A little bit. Probably a little bit, I don't know. You're so calm about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, the house wasn't underpinned probably back then. Right. It was, you could see it. And, uh, huh. it uh, probably see cracks through the floor anyway, you know. Right. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> No. I remember the old house, but it. Uh, were you close? So you were close to water? Yeah, the creek. Right the the, the greasy creek. Right to our farm. Okay. We got to water out of a spring. You know, let's, for a second, think about the house. So you said it was raised up. But it was sitting on blocks. On, on blocks. Not on blocks. Kind of right. Like rocks. It was sitting on rocks. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so it would have had like a plank floor, but like no insulation or anything underneath it. No, there wasn't, there wasn't no insulation back then, was there? Mm hmm. Because that's one of those things that we all, you know, today we take for granted that a, a house and a floor is a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And I think people would think of it as it's an interesting thing to imagine living in a house where it's raised up and it's just, you've got just planks of wood between you and, and the outside. Did you hear animals and things like that get up under your house? Dogs, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I live in a, a small house that I oftentimes will get armadillos underneath me. Mm-hmm. I hear them underneath my, my cabin, and their shells are hitting the b- bottom of my house. And that's, you know, I got to try to keep them out, but they like getting underneath there. Yeah. Were your floors cold? Did you do anything particularly to try to keep warm when it was wintertime for your feet? And well, we had a fireplace. Right. And a heating stove, cook stove. And yeah. did you tend to wear a lot of clothes in the winter? Yeah. Like you, I mean, in other words, like in the house. Again, people, today everybody keeps their temperature nice and warm, but I imagine back then you really layered up in the house. Yeah, yeah, stay warm. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I stayed down in the old house, I had a blanket on me about that thick. You just barely right. could move, crawl underneath the old, that old house. Yeah. We're talking about, and about it, you know, water would freeze up in, whenever we was living there on a the farm. Water would freeze up in the water bucket. Right. In the house. In the house. In the house. <laughs> it did. That old Bessie cookhouse down yeah. there. Uh, yeah, well, that's it, it 32 degrees. I know it. <laughs> so that's yeah. when I was about like that. <laughs> so, yeah, so even if you had a fireplace or a wood, a stove of sorts, it would still die out and it would get pretty cold. Yeah, it'd be pretty cold. Yeah. It wouldn't like cutting with a chainsaw. Well, right. They yeah. burn slabs and stuff like that, wouldn't you, from the mm-hmm. sawmill? We, all the comforts we have today, you know, young people <laughs> hearing these stories will find it hard to believe. Mm-hmm. I know. The difference and in, in, in what, what people well, I got lived with. And the story, I, of course, I, I'm 65, 60, going on 66. We, we raised pigs, and was, I, one time I went down there, three pigs laying in the spring, dead. Of course, you know, back then you just sold them out. There were already a couple thrown out because there had already been a couple drowned. And uh, you just throw them out and then you let the water run through it and then you drank the water the next day. All right, <laughs> evening. And uh, I fell in the old spring one time to make a complete circle. This was whenever, this wasn't on Grandpa's place, but this was whenever we lived. What do you mean, a complete circle? Well, I, <laughs> I wasn't very big. I, I fell in. I was leaning over getting a bucket of water and I fell over and I didn't want to. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> that was the before he was raising hogs. But back then, we'd just throw a hog out and nothing to it, you know. Or That's what, that's what we've done to them anyway. You couldn't use it. the pig afterwards, or could you? Well, it's not that they got that long. Oh, okay. It could if we didn't have a bunch of big ones, I guess. Okay. Uh, and Dad would smoke some meat. Remember, he smoked some meat up in the yeah. old smokehouse. So you had a smokehouse on your property. Well, we did when we lived. This was whenever we was a kid. When Dad did at home too. Yeah, uh-huh. that's why you done most of your meat, wasn't it? Yeah, here sure. smokehouse. Yeah, we did. We killed a deer on November where we'd hang it up out in the smokehouse and just leave it hanging and cut off whatever you want to eat. Once it chilled out, way it wouldn't wouldn't spoil hanging out there in the smokehouse. So when you smoke meat, it it's not that it's is it just a very uh jet like a hundred and 50 degree heat or not even that high? Not that hot. You just put a bucket down the floor and put your smoke in, put your little wooden stuff in it and smoke and let it smoke up in the house. But they call it cold smoking, right? It's not right. technically, it wouldn't really cook it. No, it, it wasn't cooked. It wasn't cooked. It was... You, you cure it. Right. Put uh, cure and stuff on and cure it and then when it gets cured then you smoke it. So you're really more drying it yeah. than anything, yeah. mm-hmm. and drying it in such a way that it doesn't yeah. rot yeah. while it's drying. Okay. Then when you cut some pieces off, do you have to cook it? You know, heat it up to eat it? Yeah, yeah. Just that smoke, just curing it so it'll keep. Well, it's got a bunch of salt on it, you know. And you certainly uh-huh. cure it too, don't you? Mm-hmm. But they usually spread more salt on it. So the salt and the smoke would, would 
basically protected. From oh, yeah, it wouldn't spoil him. When he got smoked, yeah. he'd leave it hang out there. Was there a certain season when you smoked things? Did well, it you have to be in the fall? You killed your hogs in the fall and then smoked them in the wintertime. Back then, I'm thinking, when did they implement like deer season or did you hunt? Oh, it started in about four, 1944. Okay, so really before that, you could just kind of hunt when you needed it. Well, there wasn't no deer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess that's why they implemented the seasons, mm -hmm. was to let the deer replenish. Yeah, they stopped a few around here and there, and then they got spread, and they got open season for deer, too. I believe 44 was the first yeah, season. Well, I, I think that's what I remember. But, you know, you had to hunt for a deer back then, didn't you? Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't just going to walk out and get one now. I've seen him walk around in the... In the yeah. city on the street. Yeah, they, and they, right. got, they got a problem they're, with them in the city. They're kind of in the way now. But. So what was their predator to keep their numbers down? Yeah. <laughs> These guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I get by with it. <laughs> yeah, they, basically it was people that kept them down, right? Well, there wasn't any. Really, there wasn't any. When I was a little boy, there wasn't none. And they, Why? They well, just wasn't around here. They just wasn't none around. They'd kill them all out. They'd just been overhunted, probably. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they had to get well, something to eat. There wasn't no yeah. season on them back. Right. If people needed they, them, they would just go hunt them as they needed. Hunt one yeah. How about fishing? Did you oh, yeah, have we a place? Like, what kind of fish did you catch? All kinds. <laughs> Whatever you caught. Mm -hmm. Whatever they could eat, good to eat, wasn't it? Whatever they could eat, bullfrogs. And... Uh, oh, yeah, frogs. Tastes like chicken. Yeah, we like chicken. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm curious about the construction of your house. Okay, it was up on rocks, but what about your your fireplace? Did you have a hearth? It, it was built from the ground up on the outside of the house. Mm. So it was it was on the ground. It was on it the ground. Heavy because it was yeah. heavy. Yeah, yeah. The old fireplace still sitting standing. Mm -hmm. No house is down, but I don't know if it had a hearth. I don't think it had did it have, have a hearth on it. Not much of one did it. I don't remember one in that room. It had a little out in front of it, it, had, too. it had a little bit, but I don't know. And then so the log rolled out, burned a hole <laughs> in the in the floor, but the rest of the floor didn't really catch on fire. Well, I don't know how much it may have been a hole like that that fell down. You know, I don't know how big. You remember how big a hole it was? It made too big a hole. It probably, you know, just where you see seen coals coming from a, from the barn, you know, you, that much coals, you see it, but I don't know how big a hole it made. But it didn't, the rest of the floor didn't catch on fire, so... It caught fire, but we put it out. Oh, okay. Were you, it was nighttime when it happened? No, it was the morning, early in the morning, he went to feed oh, okay. them. I guess he went uh, to feed them. Oh, he went to feed them. Feed them mule, horses and mules or whatever, mules probably back then. Mules. Yeah. I remember one time, that I, could, I guess you used to talk about some griffins over there. The old lady, that woman would make a mud pie that way the neighbors think she had something to eat. Mm -hmm. Remember? Oh. He was telling me, I think he was telling me that. They didn't have, she had a bunch of kids in the man. I guess he left, didn't he? Or if he got killed, maybe okay. he's, he's the one who got, yeah. ki got killed yeah. and she didn't have nothing to eat. And so she'd make, you know, have a, I, that's what you told me anyway. They'd make a mud pie, think, let the neighbors think she did have something to eat. And the, oh, well, he no. had several kids. Uh, but they didn't need it. Well, mm -hmm. uh, no. That, that just just to show, let people think they had something to eat. Yeah, we gave our neighbors milk and stuff like that all the time. Yeah. Imagine it was more common back then, probably. Yeah, hmm. yeah you didn't sell it to neighbors. You had anything, you gave it to them. Right. Yeah.
Did you, were you active in any kind of a church? Well, not really, wasn't, but his, his dad did give the Mountain View Church the land down there to build a, build a church on. Okay. Didn't he? No. Well, we went to Walton Road Church. Yeah. When I was a kid. We went every Sunday. Yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah, that was for my time. <laughs> we had to walk down there about a mile and a half. A mile and a half, probably wasn't from, mm -hmm. from the old home place. Yeah. But everybody was there. I think that's something we don't get as much today as people walking places. Everybody drives places. And I, I suspect back in, in, you know, your time, you spent a lot more time walking and getting to know the environment around you. You didn't have no, nothing to ride. Right. Unless it was a wagon, ride the mule. And when he played sports, he'd walk from Mark 1, well, it was probably six, five miles up there. Mm -hmm. He'd walk after a ball game from Mark uh, 1 back. After the game, I walked home every night. He'd walk home every night. I need to walk around with you. Did you, as a kid, did you guys, like, did you learn the names of the birds and the trees? And, like, did you kind of understand what was going on around you pretty well? Oh, yeah. I think that's one of the things today, again, kids don't know that they don't really understand what's the kinds of trees they have or the kinds of insects or anything. Did you do anything with black walnuts? Boy, they're everywhere now, but... Oh, we used to pick out a lot of walnuts. Did you ever use hickory nuts? Hickory? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that you could eat those until a few years ago. Oh, yeah. We used to go up on Cottoner Mountain every year. Okay. Eat a bunch of hickory nuts. Everybody <laughs> talks about walnuts, but hickory nuts are really good too. They are. Yeah. yeah they are. Hazelnuts, you had, wasn't there hazelnuts? You had mm -hmm. hazelnuts. A lot of hazelnuts. Yeah. That's just, you know what a hazelnut is? Yeah. yeah. There was a few of them trees around in the old home place, yeah. Mm -hmm. There used to be a lot of them around, but yeah. you don't see them much anymore. What about pawpaws? Did you ever do pawpaws? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's another one that I, my I, mother really likes. Oh, they taste so good. Mm -hmm. You yeah. never hear. I guess because they can't sell them at a grocery store, they don't keep very well on the shelf. But boy, when you yeah. get a fresh one off of a tree, <laughs> so I wasn't a pawpaw eater. <laughs> now that's not a persimmon, is it? No, pawpaw. No, green about that. They're about, yeah, I like that. It's it's almost like a banana. It's a banana well, flavor. Kind of in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Oh. yeah. And but. Persimmons, did you have those? Oh yeah, there's not many persimmons around anymore. There's not as many as there used to be. Yeah. Can you cultivate them or are they just wild? They just go wild. Wild. Yeah, we've got a few at our place. Patches. Yeah, they seem to grow in little groups. groups. Yeah. The deer like to eat them. Possums like them pretty much. No. Right? Yeah. They used to treat possums and Possums went around the persimmon trees. Did, did you ever have any pets that were like wild animal pets? You hear people that take in raccoons and possums. My daughter, my little girl, had a coon, raccoon. Oh, okay. Kept it a long time. Yeah. Did she keep it in a cage outside? She kept it in the house. About like that. Raised it from a baby. Yeah, it grew up pretty, pretty good size. And it didn't bite? Didn't bite her. <coughs> she could do anything she wanted to with it. <laughs> Well, what about beaver? Did you eat beaver? That's one I've heard of people eating. We ate some beaver one time. Yeah, I my guy or some kind of There's a lot of meat on them. Yeah, yeah, it seems like there would be. The dark meat. Yeah. I'd skin them out, but I never cared about eating them. Mm. <laughs> you know what I saw recently that I've never heard anybody seeing in Madison County, and I'm wondering if you did. Have you ever seen otters? Oh, yeah. Okay. I I saw some a couple weeks ago, and I first I got a grandson that caught a lot of them at a high price. Mm. They used to be about $140 a piece. Who would buy them? What did they want with them? The fur. Me, the fur. Oh. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them there for a while. 
there. They're there. They work on the fish bad. Mm. They they they'll clean that's, out a little creek. No, because you you can go up a little creek that used to have a lot of fishing. You right. find their scales there on the bank. I've I've done that, uh, and where they just clean out the whole right. the whole creek. Yeah, uh, they're. They're, they're not real. They yeah. They they'll, they'll clean out a whole water and just move on up to the next one. And right. these little creeks like Greasy Creek and stuff like that, they just clean them out. And the pond. Pond. Yeah. yeah my. I was gonna ask. My son's father-in-law. They got a pond out there and they had catfish like that and they they killed probably twenty something otters. They just come here and clean it out. Wow. And kill kill a bass and they just eat they just eat everything in there. Yeah. And uh, they don't. The main part of their diet is just fish. Just so. fish. Or I know. Yeah, they just try to eat fish. It, they come up a little creek and then they come over to the pond and yeah. they try to kill them because, you know, it's... A, well, they destroyed all their fish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. They've got <laughs> fish like that in there, bass like that in there, and my grandson would come out and fish and come up there and take a, take a minute or something out of the pan and then the otters clean them out. <laughs> Catfish do the same That's thing. That's out of the yeah, it's a bunker, yeah. Okay. Are they pretty common in Missouri? They're they're native to Missouri, I imagine. Otters? Yeah. yeah. They are now. Yeah. They brought a bunch of them. They brought a bunch of men. Yeah. They're just everywhere. We go to Minnesota fishing a lot. Ah. Started up, went up there in 1964. Oh. Okay. And they've been a lot of years since. Yeah. Why Why did you Why do you go there to fish? Do you do it like in the wintertime? Just take a vacation. Oh, okay. Vacation. Okay. Is it like ice fish, fishing? No, it's no we're going to in June. Yeah. Do they have a particular fish there that we don't have here that you like? Not particular. Okay, same stuff. We catch anything, anything you like. Okay. Yeah. I've got a line bass, you know, the pike. Walleye. Walleye. Crappie. We caught a lot of crappie this year. Dad didn't go this year. We didn't go. Oh. He's just good to health next year. We're taking First year I had missed him one time. Yeah, well, that's good to take him. I took him this year, but I didn't know if he could make the trip, but I think he could have made the trip. Been all right. There was 36 of us went that one year, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Oh, his family. Whoa, neat. Nice. Uh, you get like a big cabin and... Well, we kind of yeah, there's a resort up there. We rent about everything in there. At that, mm -hmm. that time, we rent about everything in that resort. When we first started going up there, there was a resort there, and he lived in Council Bluffs, Iowa. And we'd go up there and stay at his place, and we'd do the whole resort. If we didn't call him, make reservations, he'd call us see if he was coming. Uh, <laughs> who was this that you you stayed with? A, a guy from uh, oh, Council Bluffs owned the owned the resort. Oh, he'd go oh. back. He'd go back to Council Bluffs in the wintertime. He'd go up there and run that in the summer. Well, he jumped out of the window of school. He's about to get a whooping. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a good student. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just Why did like you that. jump out of the window at school? Were you in trouble? A little. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what school I just thought of that. Yeah. I think your dad running back to school though, didn't he? Mm -hmm. How old were you? <laughs> high school. Oh, high school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't were you running for the teacher or from students? I just, I don't know why I was living. <laughs> I think the principal was after him. Me and the superintendent was kind of into it. Well, that was a hands-on superintendent. Huh? That, that superintendent was involved <laughs> with the students. Hey, he jumped out of the superintendent. I don't know what window. I don't remember what window he jumped out of. Second story. <laughs> <laughs> this just gets better and better. <laughs> I don't know what he, what he got in trouble for. So you were in the superintendent's office on the second floor? 
Mm-hmm. Did you break a leg or anything? No. Well, that's pretty good shape back then, wasn't he? I was in real good shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I walked home from all the ball games. I was in good shape. Yeah, played basketball and volleyball. More volleyball. You like the volleyball better? Probably the basketball. I don't know. I was a better volleyball player than I was basketball. Well, those are winter sports. So you <laughs> walked five miles after the games in the winter. Oh, wait. So what year were you born? Nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. So we just celebrated the fifty-year anniversary of the moon landing. Do you remember that happening? The moon landing in uh, 1969? Yeah. Was that something you were able to watch on TV, or did it stand out to you as something important? I remember that wasn't really important to me. I remember watching it on television. Yeah. Of course, you had black and white television back then, you may get one channel, or 12, yeah, 6, they, and 3, for what we get sometimes. covered everything you needed to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, channel 12 covered all that. But, mm. well, it's not like it is now. Mm-hmm. Did you read the newspaper regularly? Did you Was that a regular thing that people did back then? Seems a little yeah. less common today. Used to. I hardly ever read it now. Yeah, I delivered the mail and the Democrat. That people used to get a Democrat. No, they don't. Yeah. You, we used to get a stack like that and balance like that. I mean, they don't. Nothing like it used to. I mean, I, I lived in Bollinger County, too. Mm-hmm. In Madison County, both. There wasn't that many in Madison County on, on my end of the route. Hmm. It kind of dwindled down. Mm-hmm. Well, when you used to deliver it, did it have more of the news from all over Missouri and not just Madison County? Uh, I never did read much, but it had, it had more in Madison County. Democrat news used to be pretty newsy. Yeah. I mean, it had a lot of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But it's about that thick, too. Yeah. It had shot a little different, oh, wow. different things, you know. Uh, well, they had another newspaper here for a while in Madison County Press. Mm-hmm. You don't remember it. No, huh? It was Madison County Press was the name of it, and this Democrat News was a different paper. Hmm. Hmm. Did you mostly stay in in Marquand, uh, like for shopping and stuff, if you did need to get something from a store? Didn't Marquand have what you needed, or did you have to come into Fredericton? They had whatever you needed. Yeah, there were several stores in Marquand back then. Oh, yeah, there was a bunch of stores in Marquand. At one time. Four or five restaurants. So just like Fredericktown was a bigger town with more stores, Marquand oh, also was. Yeah, they had yeah they had few stores down there. Mm-hmm. Places where you tie your team up out behind the store, they have a big long chain there where you pull up and tie your team up. Ah, wow. And then they have a bottling company down there for a while mm-hmm. too. So yeah. the bottling company. Yeah, there was bottling company, and ice mm-hmm. house, and every horse. So they so they made soda in Marquand. Yeah, they, they got they got some. Name was Mark One on it. Mm-hmm. With some soda bottles with Mark One. Oh, wow. What kind I've of never this? heard of this. No, what kind did they sell? What well, flavors. Like a cola? Or I like... don't know about cola. I've seen some of the bottles. Denny Ward's got some of the bottles. Uh, huh. uh, what's his name? Yes, man. Uh, Rich Miller's got a bunch of them, too. Has Rich Miller got some of them? You know him. I think I've heard the name. Him and G Gas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a bunch of bottles of Marquand. So more like a cream soda or a root beer or something Probably like something. That. I'd yeah. say probably something like that. Well, she, so, this you know, we kind of, I mean, I hope it doesn't get some good, so yeah. uh, something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. And your name is? Okay. Jerry Stevens. Jerry. Yeah.